Your RPG campaign sucks. Wait, come back, I'm just kidding! Do I have your attention now? Your campaign might be good, but it may be missing a little something. That's where Battle Bards comes in. Battle Bards is premium tabletop audio to take your game to the next level. Is your player's level 5 fighter ready to smack an orc in the face? Battle Bards has a sound effect for that. Is your level 3 rogue ready to talk some information out of a barkeep? Battle Bards has the voice acting for that. Are your characters ready for a halfling camp song that raises spirits and shows your players a better time? Battle Bards is here for all your fantasy audio needs. And with the MFG cast, we can help out. Go to BattleBards.com right now. Sign up for an account. And with purchasing a $10 and $25 package, use the code MFGCAST1 and you get a free song, The Dwarf Temple, The Soul Forging Score Music. If you're into buying $50 and $100 packages, you'll get five total tracks on us for free with using the code MFGCAST2, including A Monsterscape, I Monster Combat, Behold Extermination, The Soundscape, Dungeon, Dungeon of Loss, Inhabited, the NPC script, Armorsmith, Steel and Silk, and the sound effect, Short Bow Arrow Barrage. And if you're really ready to get into that fantasy audio, buy your $150 and $300 packages and get 10 total tracks, one full album for free from us by putting in the code MFGCAST3, including music, Dark Elf City, Morning Doer, score music, the sound effect, Magic Missile Spell, the Monsterscape, Common Giant, Torture, Hill Giant, and Entertaining at Home. Also, Racial Language, Orcish, Orc, Brute, Lashes Out. And including Soundscape, Castle Ruins, Ruins of the Black Castle at Night. BattleBards has hundreds of great fantasy audio at your fingertips to use for that great audio-enhancing experience for all your RPG gaming. Or, if you want to enhance your board gaming... Or if you do something online, like say a podcast like we do, you can use all that fantasy audio, bring it up to the next level. You don't trust us? Well, how about Battle Bards audios being used for the Dungeon Rats podcast, the God's Fall podcast, or maybe you've heard a little something called Critical Role on YouTube, or them having a contract with the Roll20 app? Battle Bards has all your fantasy audio waiting and a big thank you to BattleBards for being a sponsor on the show. This. MFG cast. Hey guys, Kurt here. And Tracy. 
and we're here to talk about Nerdy Inventions, a game by Mayday Games, designed by Chi Fan Chen, and graphic design by Allison Litchfield. The game plays two to four players, ages eight and up. Gameplay is from 25 to 30 minutes. You may think, what do you do in Nerdy Inventions? Well, I'm going to tell you, sir or madam. In Nerdy Inventions, you're rolling dice, you're building inventions, you're using the inventions to manipulate the board or manipulate the other cards and grabbing more inventions for victory points to win at the end of the game. So to set up, you have these gear cards and they're numbered from one to six, set them up in descending order from six to one, and then you take cards from the invention deck and set up the cards just underneath the die value and you roll dice and grab the inventions that you can with the certain numbers. So each one has certain values on them. And for that, that's where you roll the dice and try to, you know, get a certain number to get the inventions. So you use, so one through five or one through six are the certain numbers, but six is actually wild. So you can use that for anything. So each card has a level and they also have the numbers to acquire them towards the top. So, you know, one card may say two, three, four. So you have to make sure that you, on your dies, you have two, three, and four. Some some of the invention cards have a gear symbol on the die part that's on the top of the card. And that means whatever, whatever invention is underneath that certain number, that certain die card, the certain gear card, then that's the number you need to uh, grab to get the card. So say I've got one in front of me that's a pair of binoculars and says it has a two and a gear on it. So say that this is underneath the number five uh, gear. So you'd have to roll a two and a five to acquire it. Once you acquire cards, you actually can use them for different abilities. So the one that I had that I just talked about, the binoculars, if you tap it sideways, kind of like you do in magic, you get a negative two on one of your die. So you can turn a five into a three, turn a four into a two, and so on. Different cards have different abilities and stuff like that. And once they're tapped, basically you have to recharge them to get them back up to use them again. And to recharge them, you see what the level is on the top of it. And whatever that level is, is what you have to roll to get that to charge up. So using the binocular example again, I roll it, says one, you know, I, I roll a one, I use that die to charge that up so I can use it again. So as many, as many die that you have, you can actually use it multiple times. So say I rolled three ones and I wanted to use this three separate times, I could do that. Doesn't make sense for this card because this one's a little different than others, but other cards will help you manipulate the board where you can get certain cards for victory points at the end of the game. The victory points are at the bottom left. Um, even as you start, the first player doesn't have this special card, which is a tool card. But as you use the tool card, it gets passed along to the person that doesn't have it. But the tool card is cool because you can take one of your inventions that you already acquired and you it can actually use that the tool card, tap that to use the value of the level to add or subtract the value of a die to acquire another invention. But the only caveat of that is, again, like I said before, once you actually use this tool card, you uh, pass it to the person that doesn't ha already have a tool card, and then it can be used multiple times by different people. So the starting player doesn't start out with a, with a tool card, but then it, as they're being used, they kind of go around the board, depending upon who uses them and passes them along. And then to end it, you'll, you keep refilling as you go. So then once you acquire these cards, uh, you 
keep sh- uh, pushing them down a descending order from six to one, you know, just kind of to change their values and stuff like that. But once the um, invention deck, once you put the last invention on the invention row, then you get one last turn and then you decide whoever has the most victory points wins at the end of the game. Or there's another special option where there's a special card that looks like a submarine. And what that one does is you have to roll three dice of the same value. So say you roll three threes, you tap your submarine card, you would score an additional three victory points and that would immediately end the game. So depending upon where everybody's at, it could kind of stop it early and whoever has the most victory points for that wins. So before we rate it, I just wanted to go over some of the card abilities that they have. The first couple start out with a kind of looks like a little uh, a little clock, and that one subtracts one from a die value. Um, there's another one like it looks like a hot air balloon. You can split a die among a die's value among two dice, so they actually give you an extra die. So say you have a six, you can actually take that extra die and split those two dice into two threes. So then you can use that, you know, charging up more stuff or, you know, by, you know, using it to get an invention. They have one that kind of looks like a little stop clock and that when you reroll a single die, they also have one that's kind of cool. It's a little top hat with glasses on it and uh, you can exchange a card with any card in the invention roll. That card becomes charged and ready to be used. So that's pretty much how you play Nerdy Inventions. So let's talk about uh, whether we liked it or not. So we have our own little rating system. Uh, we rate it either we love it. It's one of those games that we'll play anytime it's out and it's something we look for. We like it. It's one of those games that if somebody pulls out, hey, well, you know, it's you know, it's something that we enjoy playing and stuff like that. It's not something we're going to want to play all the time, but we definitely like like to play it when it comes out there's it's okay it's one of those that you know maybe every once in a while we'll look to play but it's not really something we go out of our way to really seek out and then lastly we have we don't care for it so you know there's gonna be games out there that just aren't our speed so it's just something that just because it's not for us doesn't mean it's not for you so let's rate it on that scale i will go first um i will say it's okay you know when this game first came out i was really excited about it seeing it on kickstarter for mayday games i really haven't been disappointed in any mayday games up until this point but i just feel like this one is more of a like i could just keep rolling dice and not doing a whole lot and still kind of make it through this game i don't think there's as much interaction with this game as i was kind of hoping like you can use the certain inventions to, you know, kind of tweak it and do a good job of uh, stacking and kind of getting to a certain point where you, you know, get to win. But there's also a point where what happens with, you know, a lot of die rolling games like this is if you're not rolling good, a lot of times this can make for a stale game, you know. So it's just one of those things where, you know, you you would keep playing and you just be like, okay, well, obviously I'm not going to get this thing that I have. You know, you're starting, you, everyone has a starting invention that they have depending upon which player they are. But, you know, sometimes that might not help to get what you want. So this game is a little too random and not as much like, I feel like I have the power to make this game my own. So that's why I said, I think it's okay. So Tracy, what did you think about this game? I guess I have to be the guy who... You're a girl, by the way. I am a girl. 
<laughs> I had have to be the one to say that I didn't care for it. Mm-hmm. Feeling bad about saying that. Yeah. Well, but, who doesn't? Who wouldn't be feel bad about that? But I think you kind of nailed it on the head when you said, you know, if you're not rolling good, it can be a stale sort of game. Whereas we've played it several times and at least one or two of those times I wasn't rolling well. And so I wouldn't be able to do anything um, that turn. So then it would be boring. And then it would switch to your turn. And then come back to me and I'd roll crappy again. And then it would be your turn. And then I would have one good turn in there. So, you know, it was luck of the die. And there are some games that are, you know, it's like that too. But then there's some sort of strategy that it in, that they have that's also involved. And I, I don't know that this really has that. I mean, I guess you have the strategy of if you're able to roll a good dice, like, or good numbers that match up with the invention cards then obviously you're going to want to score the most points, victory points, or get the submarine card to finish the game early to kind of screw over the other person. But otherwise, I don't know. I just, I didn't care for it at all. I mean, the art was great. I thought that was pretty clever. Mm -hmm. I would have a hard time maybe playing it again. But Mm -hmm. that's just my, and I have a hard time saying that too, just because... You know, I want to be able to like what we review. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think the art is phenomenal. I think that's one of the things that I really liked about this because I was like, oh, cool. This art looks cool. It looks kind of steampunky. You know, I love the fact that it says nerdy inventions because I'm like, well, that's just right up my alley, you know. But, um, yeah, I, and again, it just because we're saying this doesn't mean that it might not be anything for you. It's a small card game. It's it's easy to play. Like it says it's 25 to 30 minutes. I mean, man, I think some of the times we played it, we even played less than that. Well, and how much does it go for? And it goes for 20 bucks. So which yeah. it's yeah, you know, the price point is actually pretty decent. You know, even if you're not looking to spend that much that much money, sometimes Mayday's Mayday has sales or, you know, you can find it on Amazon, you know, on a good day and stuff like that. So, you know, hey, it may be something that's a nice little filler for you, you know, you know, waiting in line, you know, at Gen Con or, you know, you know, in between, you know, your big box games that you're looking for. So, so yeah, that was our review of Nerdy Inventions. And until next time, I'm Kurt. And I'm Tracy. And this was the MFG Cast. Legends of Tabletop Podcast. Creating legends one die at a time.